0: We're gonna to try to go to the neighbors. What is it? It smells really bad. I don't know if a train blew up or, operator, yeah, there is a there is a train derailment there, male. Okay, where's Kelsey at? Female. She ran, male. God damn, operator. Everybody in the room, male. No, we don't. My daughter she sent my daughter out, operator. Outside, female. Oh shit, male. Yell at her! Male. Becky? Female. Kelsey, come back, Kelsey, come back. Kelsey, can you come back? Male. God damn it, Becky, what in the hell are you doing in the middle of the night? Operator. Do do you have everybody there now? Male. No, we don't. My daughter isn't there. I don't have anything on. They're all dressed, and she sent her out, but it smells really bad outside. Operator. Okay, yeah, just... Male. Is she here? Female. No, honey, she's gone. Operator, ma'am, female, my daughter ran out the front door, operator, she ran out, how old is your daughter, female, she's 12, is she going to die out there, male, I don't know, female, you guys have to hurry, please, two minutes later, the office fielded another urgent call, operator, 911, what is your emergency, female, Hi, there's some emergency at our house at Tierra Cita Vallejo. I don't know what it is, but there was a huge, huge crash. There's smoke everywhere outside. Operator. Right, we're aware of it. We have fire units en route, okay? You need to stay... Female. What is going on? Operator. You need to stay calm until we can figure out what what's going on, what to do, okay? Stay calm. If there's going to be any evacuations, we will announce it, okay? But you need to stay in your house. Female. We can't hear if you announce anything... Within minutes of the accident, calls to 911 were coming in by the dozen. Those who lived near the accident or were driving close by heard the explosions and saw fires burning. Some who were farther away smelled chemicals in the air and worried there had been a bomb at the local military base. The toxic cloud grew to some five miles long, two and one-half miles wide, and 350 feet high, penetrating into the homes of approximately 15,000 people— waking up some and causing widespread fear and confusion among those who stumbled around their homes, trying to assess what was happening. Minot residents complained that their eyes, lungs, and nasal passages were burning, and told dispatchers that they didn't know how to protect themselves. "'What should we do?' one resident asked his wife as she spoke with the operator. She repeated the question. "'What should we do?' Instead of calling 911 to find out what had happened and what they should do, Most people in Minot turned on their televisions and radios, which had proven to be reliable sources of emergency public health and safety information since the Cold War, when President Harry Truman charged broadcasters with responsibility for the service. Not only were broadcast companies then uniquely positioned to conduct crisis communications on a massive scale, they also had a special duty to do so— The government required that they meet public interest obligations in exchange for a license to use the nation's airwaves and for regulatory enforcement that prevented other operators from sending signals over their designated frequencies. In 1951, Truman established the CONELRAD, Control of Electromagnetic Radiation, System, a federal program which, when activated by emergency tones sent through a predetermined chain of stations, required all of the nation's television channels and FM radio outlets to immediately broadcast warnings before shutting down their signals, preventing foreign enemies from taking over the spectrum during a military attack. As part of the program, selected AM stations would move to one of two designated frequencies, 640 kHz or 1240 kHz, each of which was tagged with a triangle and circle CD mark on radio dials built between 1953 and 1963 from which they could securely issue safety announcements. At the first indication of enemy bombers approaching the United States, explained a civil defense publication from the 1950s, the Connelrad stations 640 and 1240 are your surest and fastest means of getting emergency information and instructions. Mark those numbers on your radio set now. After the Cuban Missile Crisis, disaster planners recommended improving the technology so that local officials could activate the system during a range of public safety threats, And in 1963, they introduced the Emergency Broadcast System, EBS, for warnings during natural disasters, civil emergencies, or military attacks. U.S. law required radio and television broadcasters to conduct weekly tests of their EBS systems. And most Americans who watched television or listened to the radio between 1963 and 1997 remember hearing the bracing two-tone signal, along with a flat yet reassuring voice announcing, This is a test of the emergency broadcast system.